Welcome to the Cut Flower Farming Growth and Profit in Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Ros Chandler, a flower farmer for over 10 years and 30 years as a business owner and marketing director. This podcast is for you if you're an ambitious flower farmer and looking for hints and tips to grow your business. We'll be covering strategy, marketing tactics, pricing, social media, and upscaling your flower farm. So much more. I'm so excited to introduce you to some amazing guest speakers along the way. All of you will be at different points in your business. Our podcasts will take this into account. We look forward to joining you on your journey. So hello, I'd like to welcome you to the lovely Kerry House today. And we're going to be talking about decluttering your head and transforming your life. Very big subjects there. And I know that you'd all love to do that. And how business fits into your life and what you need to do to make it all work. And so the lovely Kerry Howes, would you like to, and author, Kerry's going to introduce her book today, which is amazing. Just um, going to go hot to press. So we're talking about that. So Kerry, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Kerry Hales. Um, I'm a transformational life coach, which is a life coach that is specialises in taking you from one point in your life to where you want to go. So be more intentional about it. I've been doing it for 20 years. Before that, I was a project and change manager. And uh, uh, yeah, and now I'm an author. Yes. Yeah, you'll have to tell us all about that what it's called, where we can buy it, um, and how we can transform our lives. So a lot lot of my audience are are obviously flower farmers and they're new or they're starting up in business or they're new to being flower farmers generally. Mm -hmm. And they are transforming their lives because they're generally in a career, whatever that might be, sometimes Mm -hmm. part-time, sometimes full-time, and they're transitioning their lives into a completely different way of living. Yeah, And like, you know, Kerry, I know you're going to say and talk to us about the fact they need to know where they're going and how they what their transformation is. And actually, it can be quite overwhelming because this is how farming is hard. You know, if you were going to choose a business to make lots of money, if you're going to choose a business that wasn't physical, if you're going to choose a business that didn't mean you had to have early mornings and late nights, then it wouldn't be flower farming. Go and do something this is else. the motivational part, Ross. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all the um, people, I, I all know the reasons why you... It's just as it is. <laughs> I, think, I think it's just about, um, it's about being honest, isn't it? About. I think it, that's the truth. I mean, you know, it's about being real because you've got to take off a mask when you're, when you're running a business. When you're an employee, you don't have to worry about so many things. When you're running your own business, the transition of the shock of actually like oh my yeah. god there's, there's no what there is no person there's no fa- there's lots of phones but there's nobody on the end of that phone that can do what I need them to do now because yeah. you're so that that transition of being an employee to you know entrepreneur business owner is huge and it takes a long time I, I heard a quote once and I was looking at homeschooling they said it was to become unschooled it takes a month of every uh, year you've been schooled to be unschooled and I thought you know that that's probably about the same amount of time of when you're learning to run your own business of when you're being in 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 it being an employee because you've got to unlearn and learn at the same time of these new skills 
So, and I thought it was a really great way of thinking about it because we get so uh, overwhelmed by, oh my God, there's so many things to do and I don't know half of them. Uh, you know, yeah. I like all these things are so foreign to me. How do I even do that? So, um, yeah, I mean, the first part is, is, you know, we have this ideal dream of running our own business, <laughs> you know, don't you? You kind of think, yeah. this would be lovely, especially a flower farm. I mean, it, it, it's kind of like idyllic. I think, oh, yeah, I just, you know, um, and, and it's the same, like when I used to groom dogs, people used to think, that, oh, you just ponce around the poodles. And I was like, no, actually, you pick off shit off of dogs' asses most of a lot yeah. of the time, and you are mat dogs, and it's graft, and you pick out hairs out of, crevices that you don't really want to pick hairs out of and you know say it's the same kind of thing of like you've got to it is a it is a passion that you've got to love and nobody I'm sure who's even listened to this doesn't love flowers and what joy they bring into the world but the reality is I think for when when you're first starting is that what what's the end product where how do you want it to be because if I was asking you about, you know, your life, like, well, what's what's your daily doings? What is it that you want to be doing? And how do you want that day to be? If you want, if you want to be, um, you know, just picking a few flowers and doing a little, a few things, you know, you need to really look at your business model to see what help you need to do that. Because like we were talking just off air a minute ago of like, well, there are so many parts to the business and like you were saying to me you know you do lots of things in the morning and then lots of things in the evening and yeah. already my mind's going oh I got these little considerations of me and my children and how I run my business as a coach you know I used to work a lot in the evenings and now I'm like if anybody wants to work in the evenings I'm like yeah, no sorry it's not happening <laughs> yeah but you can't do that but you can't just you, you can't say actually I don't fancy watering this evening or doing those things so there's that isn't there is that having that clarity of what this actually means yeah and what you're prepared to give up not give up what's your ideal life look like because yes if you're not an early morning person this is going to be quite difficult and if you need children around certain times that's really difficult and if you're going to go into a wedding business that's weekends so if you don't want to give your weekends up, then don't do wedding flowers. So it's yeah. kind of, you've got to be prepared for what you're prepared to give up. Yeah. And I'm sure there'll be different ways to, that, that, so there are different parts of it, but like, there must be different types of flowers that that are, you know, like temp, more temperamental, that, that they need more attention. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's, and I'm sure you know that. But when you first go into a business, you might not think that. You might not think, actually, you know, do you need something that is a little bit more sturdy? That might not be your ideal of how it's going to be. But the reality seasonal. is that, Yeah, because yeah, it's seasonal. So don't think you're going to go on holiday in August anymore because yeah. and if you have children, of course, when do you need to take your holidays? In August. So yeah. you need to either plan someone else who's going to come in in August and help you out or you're in business with somebody else or what are you going to do in August? Because you're yeah. going to have masses of flowers in August and if you don't pick them, they will die and it, and it's an issue and what, who's going to water them? So it's about planning all of that in a year, I think, to work out what fits your lifestyle. Yeah, because and, and it's not, I think it's, it's really important to set out a truth 
really like that like when when you're living intentionally or having an idea about it because otherwise you can live in um you could live in an ideal of what you think it is and and it's going to come quite as a shock of the reality because the reality yeah. is that you've got to do those things and if it might be that you think right okay I'm not going to be available but I know Jane is you know yeah. 60 and Jane doesn't have kids so it might be that you know I do all the work you know in these couple of months and somebody else so start thinking along where else those things can happen and who else you can pull into your team yeah because it, it might be that it's, it's a better way of doing it with two people or however many people that you need and you grow a business together rather than thinking it's my business it's my baby you know it's my passion which is great but if you don't think about these things you, like businesses are you, you you you've got to grow them in the first couple of years and it's a lot to put into them because you not only are you putting in that energy you're learning lessons and you're failing a lot not about the whole yeah. business do you know what I mean? like you're yeah, like you, you fail, fail yeah. a lot because you, you're like you know especially if you're you're growing things not everything works you know it might not work where you put them it might not and and you're just and that, that failing can be um an end to your business if you're not prepared to know that you're going to fail a lot I think you've got to accept that failure and I think even some of the people in the group and so on and people on the business course that I did uh, failed for reasons that were beyond their control so one woman had ordered lots and lots of compost in from a supplier and was guaranteed what it would be like and she planted into it it turns out it wasn't great and everything died and actually has gone off to an agronomist to see what the situation was so her whole year is wiped out for sure that's uh, quite major because that means yeah. she's wiped out a year of earnings without thinking, okay, what else is she going to do? So you've got to you've got to know there's some things outside your control with farming. Um, climate is one of them. Um, and just be prepared for that. And then there's so much else to do in flower farming. You you know, very good at growing, but what about the marketing and how you're going to fit that in? And what about the finance and how you're going to fit that in? And this yeah. all sounds very negative, but flower farming is great fun. I've been doing it for 20 years, honestly. <laughs> But she's a very positive person. <laughs> I am. I am a really positive. I am really honest. And I think that's the truth. I think, and that that's what's so refreshing. You know, like you know, people aren't going to be listening to, to to you or watching this video thinking, oh, you know, you're just going to blow fluff up the, you know, smoke where the sun doesn't shine. Because what's the point? You want people to succeed, and then the same as just like for my job is that how do you get what you want? But understand, you know, uh, the pattern. Sometimes to re- the, the second part of what you did talk about was the, the bits that are that you're good at. Like the, you know, you're all gonna be you're gonna love flowers. Tick, great, cool, great, cool, wonderful, brilliant. Let's just put that to one side, really. Yeah. Because that that's already a skill set that you know, you know you love that and everything else. You haven't got to work at that. That's not something that you need to grow or fail at anymore. You've already you've already got that. And that's the reason why you're in business. That's the passion. And we can keep doing that. And you need to revisit that because when the tough gets the, 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 the you know, when the compost doesn't work, you know, yeah. it, you need to really look at that. But the other parts are where else do you need help? You, like, is it is it that you need help in August? Is it that you're really terrible at finances? Now, when you run your own business, it's not good enough to say, I'm really terrible at this. 
Because if you're really terrible at finances and you have no curiosity about learning how you do that, your business will fail. It will. And there's, and I cannot, because, because even if you could get somebody else to do it, you've still got to understand what it is that they do. You haven't got, like, you have a social media manager and that's great, but they're going to want to ask stuff of you. And you're going to want to know, it's your baby. You're going to want to grow with that baby. So when you look at different areas, like sort of the marketing and the sales and finances, they're really important for you to look and think, right, what, you know, what do you know already? And, and because there's probably a lot that you can bring from other parts of the job that you've already done for many years. It might not be the same form. It might be that you've been selling something else or working for somebody else to do a, a smaller part of the business, but really recognize the skills that you can transfer, that you can transition over. Because it might not be, you might have been selling, um, you know, anything, biomedical sciences, but you're still selling. There's still that concept of selling. So there's lots of things that you can bring because then that will add to your confidence about business. And I think that's really important to kind of, that you haven't, yes, there's a lot to learn, but there's pockets of goodness that you can bring with you, you but you just got to look at them with more curiosity to think, right, well, I do know how to do that. And how did, so how did you decide that you're going to grow a part of the business? Well, that's business growth and you're going to need that. But really um, acknowledge that you bring those with you. It's not, you're not going to start from scratch, apart from if you've never done finances, but everyone's run a house, you know, or at some point or, you know, knows how much you've got in your bank. Um, so those parts you can bring with you. And then it's about doing, the, like I was saying, so that, the gap analysis of like, where do you know that you really aren't good? Like, yeah. it, you know, that sort of, that, that that's just not your forte. That's just, you know, you've got a creative mind. You don't really like it. It's not a passion of yours. And then you're going to have to ask for help. Uh, and that can be uncomfortable. Yeah, we both I, agreed that, didn't we, that there are bits of our business even now that we're oh. uncomfortable at and we don't like. You know, I don't like the technical platform, which of which I run my online courses from. So I would find somebody who was a technical whiz at a platform and I know what I want them to do, but I don't actually want to do it. No. So I think you need to know, understand those gaps and get help, like you say. Yeah, and also that helps sometimes, you know, like we were just talking earlier on about like our VAs and or and anybody who could assist you a bit. And you may know somebody who's brilliant at something and, and, and look at all of the people that you know. Like, for example, like I... Like Canva's a, a, a you know a picture platform. It's very easy to use. It's free, um, and most people can use it. It's not it's not difficult to use. I think you'll agree, Ros. It's not that difficult. Um, but at the same time, I can spend a lot of time tinkering around doing something on Canva, and I can give it to somebody who's brilliant at it, and they can do ten of the things that I do one in the same amount of time. <laughs> and yeah. then they look at them. And I, and I think, well, and I said, well, where did you get that image from? She says, well, this is, this is, and I'm like, well, I know all those things, but I, my brain just doesn't work like that. And, and I kind of, and then you sort of go, okay, well, is it best that I, you know, spend my time creating money over here and spend giving investing in somebody that can do a few of those things? So look at those things that you need, like when you're, doing social media or things like that and you need some good images if you're not 
great at taking photo- great great taking pictures somebody you know will be yeah. you know so look at those pockets there are loads of those little things that you can say well I know Jane's really good at photography and she does so and so so that will ask her you know would she like to come and do your photography for a bouquet of flowers or some flowers at the end of the week most people will go yeah actually I'll do that <laughs> yeah. all I've got to do is come and take a few pictures you know which they'll enjoy because it's their passion so have a look at who you know and where you can pull them in and sometimes that's just a matter of like just going through the alphabet and who yes. do you know Go through your Facebook friends, but yeah. you know, start to use them. But I think you're right because if you write down all the things that need doing in a business, from brand to image and photography <laughs> to a website to emails to social media to PR to writing content to doing podcastings to doing video, you cannot be brilliant at them all. No, you can't. You aren't, and it takes you know, like I mean, how long? You know, we've both been in business for a, a, like a long time. Yeah, old ladies, twenty years. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time, and it, it takes you. Know, it, it takes a long time to get the um, you know, all of those things. So there, there, there's a there's, there's some fundamentals that you need. That of course there are, and you need you need customers, <laughs> you, need, yeah. you need clients, and that's huge. When you first start, because you just think, oh, you know, I've just I just email a few people on a list and, you know, and then it's like, well, you don't actually and then you they don't hear from you from month to month. And then, oh, I've got some things to sell now. It's, it's all of those things of how you really plan out the journey of who who your who your business is is aiming at is really important. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what made you write your book then, Kerry? What's it called? My book is called Life Lessons from Your Knicker Draw. Right. Which you wouldn't like to see my knicker draw, but yeah. It's so <laughs> funny, isn't it? I think I kind of would in a in a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> but All I, mixed I, up, very mixed up. Nothing I, fits, nothing goes with each other. It's kind of does a job. There you go, Kerry. <laughs> yeah, which but it but it's such a reflection of life. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you think how you've just described it, it's, it's all mixed up, nothing goes together, it does a job, it gets on with it. Yeah. Right, which is very much how you are. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you're like, like we were talking about earlier on, so how busy you are and how many jobs you have. And, like, you know, you've got this job and that job and two podcasts, not just one podcast. No, <laughs> let's have two. Let's have this. Let's do that. Let's do this. And I'm just like, oh my God, God, how do you even do in the middle of it? Right. And then you look at it and how I work with a lot of people is they come to me and I declutter their head and I use a lot of analogies in my work. And um, so the knicker draw analogy came from my experience. It came from me um, thinking, how did I want to feel about my body? And I had this like this intention and, and I thought, OK, well, where am I going to even start with that? And I went upstairs and I took my clothes off and I stood in front of the mirror and I had a bra on that two out of the three class was broken and a pair of knickers that were 70 years old that they they were they weren't 70 years old they were my mum's 70 year old knickers and I thought well it's you know and then like I said earlier it's like a bit of a gap analysis of like well this is where you know you have to accept where you're at like really get into place of accepting well this is this is what I've got to play with okay where am I going to start and I went in my knicker drawer and in your knicker drawer is a whole array of stories 
of what's in there of looking at it and go is how much and I talk about this in clients of like think of your life as your playroom and of how much how much access do you have in it at the moment what's in there that you love what's in there that you no longer use but you put a throw over it because you don't want to see it you you know of of how much in that capacity of like one draw is utilized utilize and you love it it makes you feel good and you wear it you know and actually when you look at those things and you look in your drawer and then you go by those rules you clear out a lot I have nothing left (laughs) exactly and you but it's such an intrinsic part of your uh, looking out for yourself because you look at it and you think well why aren't I wearing things that I love why aren't I wearing things that are nice why aren't I wearing things that are comfortable for me now they're not you know especially um a nicodor is such a reflective part of our sensuality our sexuality as women of how I feel good about myself like if my bra fits if it doesn't fit it's tr- if it's trying to make my boobs look at a different shape than they are or if it's making my arse look good or you know or tuck in your stomach you know shift the weight that the fat just move it up or move it up or move it down or move it sideways so many different things you know like knickers that you bought before you had kids and they're like they cost you 50 quid and you don't want to get rid of them there's there's so much of that in our lives of that we don't actually utilize who we are in this moment like as a 52 year old woman I want bras that fit me and are comfortable that I'm not going to be yanking I want them to look nice I want my boobs to look good even though they're 52 years old I want to be grateful yeah yeah I want to be grateful but all of that is when you start your day putting underwear on that you feel great in it starts those building blocks of your day whereas if you start your day and I'm like oh god you know press the snooze button off it's another day you know it's like and then you just grab things that'll do you know shove the same old bra on that you had on yesterday or whatever it may be and it doesn't doesn't matter and just it's, it's, it's a make do rather than actually taking the time to start thinking, right, well, how do I want my day to be? How do I yeah. want my business to be? What's my intention? So it's a it's a tiny little book, but it's so insightful and it's funny. You know, it's like... I can't wait to read it. When's yeah. it going to be out, Kerry? So it's out on the 5th of August, which is next Thursday. <gasps> I know. What's it called? It's called Life Lessons from Your Knicker Draw. Yeah. And where can we buy it? The place to buy everything. Amazon. <gasps> Amazon. Yeah. Amazon, yeah. So I'll give you the link. So if 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 people want to buy it, so it's it's available on from the fifth, and on the fifth there will be a um, uh, uh, it's, it's it's open for Kindle, like a crazy rock down price for that day for us to whiz up the charts as we do, um, yeah. and then after that you'll have to pay a little bit more. But it's it's it, it's it's a conceptual book, and you know what I mean. And and there's journal prompts in it because I want you to look at it and then reflect on your life because once you get that concept you then start to look at it it's a pattern for me it's a pattern once you kind of reassess your mind and go oh I can see what I'm doing there then you look at other things I'm doing the same there and it can be the same in your business it can be anything it can any area that's not working in your life when you see what you need to do like stop look have a good look clear out what's not working appreciate what you've got now because everything that you know, when you clear it all out, you've only got two pairs left, you think, right, I don't care there's two pairs. It doesn't matter if there's 20 pairs. Because everything now that's going to go in there, I'm going to love. I'm going to own that. I'm responsible for that. 
I'm not going to blame the fact that I ate too much and I can't fit into things that I used to and I'm not that person anymore or I'm not that girl or I wasn't as sexy or all of those things. Let You let those go and then you start to build from that space of loving who you are. So, yeah. I wait to clear my knicker drawer out. I know. Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's the weird thing, Ros. I mean, that's how it ended up being a book because I, I, it happened to me and then I saw it and I thought, oh, I told my partner at the time and he was like, oh, my God, that's, you know, that that's gold. There's something there. And he could see me sitting on Good Morning Britain with it, with the, talking about this book. And I was like, really? And I kept saying to people about it. And every time I talk about it, women get that look in their eyes and you see they you know that they've just gone to their own knicker drawer and, upon, <laughs> and all of a sudden they go oh oh that's me and I want it to be that funny conversation that you have with your mates you know like just because I love transforming people's lives and my job a lot is to make you laugh at how serious you take your life because I think I mean, that I've got a friend who would if I mean I could probably pick five friends and I would know what their knicker drawer is like by yeah. their lives so, you know, one would be uh, she's tiny and everything would match and it would be immaculate. And she probably has them in piles that match each other and it probably looks amazing. Yeah. And then I've got other friends who probably wouldn't even know if there was a pair in there and they'd be going like this and they're in here somewhere. Yeah. And yeah. And you could probably tell their lives very much from their nickel. Totally. And I think actually it'd be quite interesting. I almost want to get people to send me pictures of their nickels. I think you should. Send me a picture of it. It's weird though, isn't it? Because I I did a talk once and I said, and I kind of put a post and say, can you send me your old knickers? And people are like, what are you up to? (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to, and I did, I made a chain of old knickers of different, different knickers and hung it behind me. And the image didn't look as good in my head of what it was going to look like. But it was funny, and everyone was just like, and kind of, I was just getting these posters. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think I think people do, coming into flower farming now should go up and have a look in their knicker drawer, and work out what sort of what's in their heads and how they can transform their lives, because that's why most people are going into flower farming because they want to transform their lives. They want to do something yeah. different, and they're ready for a change and want to run a business where most of them haven't run a business before. Yeah. And that's tough. So it's about how you're going to plan and do that business. Yeah, and taking it sort of that's the thing about doing that, that decluttering is just taking it step by step, you know, take like pick off the easy wins because there's going to be some hard things and those hard things are going to take a long time to do. But there are small things you can do. But by by pulling them in, recognising those skills, because like you say, it is it's a lifestyle business that they've chosen you know yeah. that you, it is you are like you say like you've been doing it for a very long time and it's yeah. hard work it's not yeah. like you, you know just we'll talk about like it's not the barbara good if like you know you don't put on a pair of dungarees and go this is what i become it's like no you've got to get up and go <laughs> and do it and like yeah you know, there's, there's, it is there's business to be done with it and it's yeah it's not easy yeah and that's where you'll be successful if you realize it's a business it's a serious business and for people to take you seriously it has to be a serious business and therefore you have to work out like you say what you're good at and what you're not not good at and and go for it yeah I recommend everybody does it it's just you've got to be you've got to have your eyes open ready to go into it yeah and 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 be be clear about what what you want to get out of it because not everybody wants a massive business no 
you know, and I think that's really important because you can look at other people and you'll get comparisonitis about it and think, oh, I want that. And you think, well, actually, that's not going to fit in with my lifestyle. Like I, I, you know, when I grew my business, I, you know, my children are now well, nearly, nearly 12, but and just turned 13. And they've, you know, I've been growing children as well. So yeah. I had to, and one of my fundamental things was I was going to pick my kids up. I was going to get that first hug every day. And I don't care how much money you'd have paid me because now they don't care about that course. No. But, but at that, but those points, that's what I wanted. And that was a rate limiter on my business because I, yeah. I only had a certain amount. I only had that time of school hours. And and what what is that for you? And it might be, you know, just look at it. Okay, well, while I'm doing this, I know the business can only do this. Well, then when I when kids are off so much, then you can grow. But so be okay with that because otherwise you get in the land of shoulds. I should have done this by now. I should have created this. And and that's uh, that, that's just going to beat you because it's never going to be good enough because you want to enjoy the journey rather than, it. oh, I'll enjoy it once I've done that. once I've learned how to do that then it'll be fun this is that well no that's not how life is because it might never get to that and you're just struck if you decide that it's going to be a struggle you know it is about working hard physically but you can enjoy that process because let's face it you're growing flowers I know the nicest thing for me is to be outside growing flowers and picking flowers and sorting flowers and that's a nice thing and I yeah. accept that everything else is around it in order to support that business. And I know what all that is. But fundamentally, if I'm having a bad day, the best place to be is out in the polytunnels. And I know that. Yeah. So, Yeah. And you're funny when you're out there. <laughs> you are. If you haven't seen her reels, you need to watch them. They're really funny. <laughs> they just make me laugh. I remember the one of this, like, of you, like, sort of this image of, you, of what people think it is, your little pretty dress and everything else. They're like, skipping along and then the reality of like you know, coming chuckle over a bucket of water over your head that's just the funniest thing I'm like yeah that's the truth though but if you don't you know and that both of them are funny both of them are enjoyable you know it's like you, you, like it is the truth is you're going to be dirty most of the time but if you don't oh, want to 100% dirty, my husband says my feet are like urchins and the reason they are is because I'm too lazy to put a pair of socks on when I go and put my little work shoes on and go outside so it might rain, I might get some mud in my shoes and then my feet are filthy. And you can scrub them and clean them and scrub them and clean them, but they're still urchin's feet. So if you want urchin's feet, you need to be a flower farmer. <laughs> but I think. And your nails will never be anything else but flower farmers. But apart no, from that, just, it's great fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just book in regular pedicures. Yes. <laughs> yes, you're going to be needing that, people. Yeah, and manis. Pedicures and manicures. Yeah, wear nail varnish so nobody and, sees how grim you and are and the other thing is massage which I do book regularly because by yeah. the time I've got to the end of the week my body won't move so yeah. just be prepared for that as well it's lovely honestly it's a great career great <laughs> career just got to be realistic about it yeah and also um when you go out for dinner with other people just make sure you book in a pet manicure before that because you can put people off their dinner <laughs> <laughs> Of like these hand people, the people who work outside, they're they're, they're, they're grafters hands. You know what I mean? They're yeah, proper, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Working hands, and then you sort of mm, you washed your hands before you have out for dinner, Ross. <laughs> no, no, probably be about this. I say to people, they say, "Oh, you're really busy." You know, how's your day been? I said, "It's lucky if I get up and put my knickers on." So I'm <laughs> well, pleased that I've managed to get some on. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the lines on the back of the book says, go commando with Kerry. So, so, you, so Ros, you're already there. Already there. Already done. Tick that box, Kerry. Thanks very much. <laughs> so Kerry thanks very much for joining us you're very Can't welcome wait honestly to read your book next week I shall be one of the first people who buys it and I will let you all know um you know my review of the book but I hope you'll all go and join Kerry and support Kerry in her venture to uh declutter your knickers roll which I find I mean I think it's amazing actually Kerry you come up with that idea I think it's really great and that it is a, a replica of our lives um and yeah Thank you very much. Oh, and I'll put the links and everything um, below on the video, but this is also a podcast, but I'll let you know the links in the show notes. Okay. And we'll talk soon. Yeah. Thank you. This has been your host, Ros Chandler. If you'd like to know more about growing your cut flower farm, do join our Facebook group. It's called Cut Flower Farming, Growth and Profit in Your Business. Many thanks. <laughs>